Good morning, everybody. This is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. It's Michelle here, and I'm going to share with you a little piece of uh, an hour-long online curriculum that I, I just created. So this piece is talking about the change process. So before I do that, I, I want you to just spend a moment thinking about the last kind of big change that you needed to, to create. So it could be something personal, you know, like, uh, for us recently, we bought a new car, you know, that's a big change, or maybe you started a new school, um, or it could be professional. So maybe you, you had a change in job positions, or maybe your company has created some sort of change that's, that's been a little hard or difficult, right? So the point is that there are changes every time, you know, every time you turn around in life, there's a change. So I really wanted to share with you today for, I guess there are more emotions or mindsets that people have when a change is occurring. Um, so first of all, you need to understand that people don't naturally resist change. They resist being changed. Okay. John Maxwell said that, but I love that. And there's this, um, cartoon that I, I see all the time when it comes up about change and it has uh, a speaker on stage and there's an audience and, and the speaker says, you know, uh, how many of you want things to change around here? And of course, every hand goes up and, and then he says, okay, how many of you would like to change yourself? And no hands go up. So there, there is a, a natural love for things to change because you want things to always get better, right? And there's kind of this natural resistance to me being the one to change. So people want the benefits of change, but not the sacrifice that it might take. And I'm, I'm not going to talk about the sacrifice of, you know, time or money or resources or anything like that. I really want to talk about the differences in your mindset. Okay. So there's four different ones that I see over and over again when it comes to instituting a change. Now you have to understand that in the nature of my business, uh, I am a change agent. So that means I can go into a company. Um, I can create a series of trainings or do some coaching or even a speaking event. And my ultimate goal is to get people to change. So when I say I'm sharing these four with you so that you can be aware of them and you can kind of speak into them, I'm coming at it from a place of, of not just, Hey, I learned this in a book, but I have experienced this and I have done it. Okay. So the first feeling I think is, uh, this feeling of I'm going to feel awkward and self-conscious. So when you're asking somebody to make a change, sometimes they can feel like, well, wait a minute, I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. Or this feels really weird. This isn't how we've always done it. You ever hear, hear that before? Well, that's not really how we do it. Yeah. So it's really important to understand that somebody might be feeling this way because then when you're kind of sharing the vision for your change, you can talk about things that might feel a little weird. So for example, the, the one activity, and you've probably, if you've hung around with me for any length of time, you have done this activity where I have you cross your arms in front of you and then, you know, which arm is on top. And then I have you switch it so that you put the other arm on top. Well, gosh, that feels really weird. Doesn't it? 
Yeah. Something as simple as um, a mentor of mine said recently, he likes to every three or four days go through and change the location of his garbage can in his kitchen because it makes people, you know, in the, in the household, just like do a double take of where do I put the garbage? And it's really uh, a way of showing the whole family, listen, you don't have to do the same thing the same way all the time and kind of breaks up your thinking a little bit. Okay. So if you know that you're going to institute a change, you could start doing some simple activities like this that get people what, in my opinion, just riled up a little bit. Um, I'm a firm believer. I absolutely love to come into meetings that are like regular meetings, um, and sit in a different chair every time. I'm the person that goes into church and I will deliberately sit in somebody's pew. Now, listen, I'm not doing it to be mean, but I, I, I do want to break up that thinking a little bit. Okay. So that you get used to feeling awkward and a little bit self-conscious and knowing that you can do it anyway. Okay. So that's the first one. Um, the second one is this idea that I tend to focus on what I must sacrifice. So how is this going to affect me? So when you're kind of laying out that, that change to be had, you know, you, maybe you've sat with it for a while and somebody else really hasn't. And so when you're telling them about the change, you're really focusing on, you know, the result that you're going to get, maybe the process that's going to get you there. And their brain is in a totally different place. They're thinking about, wait a minute, wait a minute, what do I need to sacrifice in order to make this happen? So before you even get into kind of the vision of where you're going, you gotta, you gotta talk about, well, what are you going to have to give up? What, how is this going to affect you? You know, showing them this is, this actually might help you, right? So it's important for that mindset to be, um, not only acknowledged by you, but maybe even to spend some time thinking about this. You know, as much as you'd like to just say, okay, just forget about that. Let's talk about the change. Well, they can't forget about it. That's the point. Okay. And then the third one is I fear being made fun of. What will people say? Right. So I I just heard this from my dear friend, um, Carla, who was talking about somebody who she's working with. So Carla sells Isogenics products, which if you don't know anything about it and want to know more about it, let me know. I can get you, you hooked up with her. Um, but she was explaining to me that somebody was trying to, you know, use some of the products and, and one of them is a meal replacement for weight loss. And she wasn't drinking her shakes like she had planned. And the reason why was because she felt like the, the people that were sitting at the table were, were kind of looking down on her a little bit, right? That they wanted her to be eating the same thing that they were eating. And there's a lot of, you know, feelings and mindsets there as well. But the point is she was looking at how other people were looking at her and saying, I don't want them to make fun of me. So she was, you know, reducing her, her results because of her sensitivity to, you know, somebody, somebody else's thoughts or opinions. It's really important to know this about somebody, okay? Especially if they're on your team. You, if you can create a community of people who, hey, we're all doing this new thing together. And hey, if somebody tries something and it doesn't work, it's okay. Because remember, we're doing this new thing together. 
and nobody's good at anything when you do it the first time. Okay. So it's really important for the leader to be able to kind of share that vision of, you know what, we're going to make mistakes and we're not even going to realize that they are mistakes until we make them and it's okay. All right. So confront this one with that. And then the last one is, you know what, this change makes me feel like I'm alone. Like I'm doing this, you know, all by myself and being alone or feeling lonely really hurts. You know, I'm the only one in my life trying to, you know, better myself in some way. And that's hard. And that can be a a real big hurdle to enacting any change. So again, having a part of that community where you show people, nope, we're doing this together. Listen, you might be doing your part over here on your own, but everybody else is too. And creating a situation where people can come together. So maybe their work is individual and maybe they, they are alone a good bit of time. Maybe as in a lot of the teams that I work with, they're, they're like a traveling team right? They all have traveling and and they don't really have a home office. How can you institute a community? And there's a ton of different ways how, honestly, but how can you do it so that everybody feels connected and they don't feel like they're doing this alone? Okay. So when you're thinking through the change and the change process, you're not just thinking about, you know, this is the intended goal and outcome I want. And here's the plan of how we're going to get there. But I really want you to think about, imagine these are the four brains that you have to make happy. Okay. These are the four brains you have to make happy in order to make that change happen. Okay. So for your, your homework, your thinking homework, I want you to think about, okay, there's four, four brains. If I had to pick one, which one would be mine? Which would be the one that I struggle with the most? Okay. Is it um, the self-conscious one, is it the focus on sacrifice? Is it a fear of being made fun of? Is it loneliness? Which one is yours? Okay. It's important to know that. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it's gotten you, uh, thinking a little bit about all kinds of things. I love making changes and I love the change process. I think it's, um, once you study it and that's really what I've been doing for years, it's amazing. And it's so much fun. And maybe you don't agree with me, but maybe you can at least catch a little bit of my excitement for it and, and know a little bit more about it now. All right. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, If you have any thoughts or questions, please, you know, let me know. Um, If you're interested in in actually taking the course, this, honestly, this was just like the tiniest chunk in the teaching that I did this morning. I just recorded it. Um, So if you're interested in in taking this uh, online leadership course, let me know. Um, I will include my email in the, the course or this episode description. Um, and you can just email me and say, I'm interested in the leadership course and I'll send you some info about it. Okay. Awesome. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.